<laughs> yeah, man. What up? What is good? Illogic. Chilling, man. See you with the new merch on. Hey, you know. Got, you know. Beat size and Purple and orange, You know. A little something. A little crispy. A little something. Available at iamalogic.com. Yes, it is. Like a band camp. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, support sir. that man, y'all. Yeah, support the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a show last night, right? You, you were yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? It was dope, man. Like I, um, I basically talked about production and okay. like um, went through some records and like talked about samples and how I pull samples and what I look for with samples and shit. It was dope. Nice. It was really dope. Yeah, I tried to tune in. I just kept, I kept getting distracted. I had other shit to do. I was like, all ah. good, all good. Yeah, man, it was, it was dope. Also, next Friday, uh-huh. I am dropping my second beat tape. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's nice. coming. Yeah, oh, it's the Bandcamp day. Yeah, it's okay. Bandcamp day. So I'm dropping another beat tape. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing something, some kind of thing for that. Yeah, I don't know what, mm-hmm. but you know. Something, something, something. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, support that man, Logic. You know, yeah, super duty, tough work. Yeah, you know what I mean. First family. <laughs> know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to all our listeners, man. You know, I got a, I got a uh, inbox message on Facebook. I just started the Facebook page, uh-huh. and I only started it so I could get the Instagram thing working. <laughs> <laughs> right. Didn't right. really want to make a Facebook uh-huh. super duty. Somebody said the message like, "Yo, where's the podcast this week? Can you uh-huh. please drop something?" <laughs> Uh, keeping keeping them feening, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we have been pretty consistent through all this, right? Right. You know, right. it's like, yo, we only took one week off, but ain't yeah, like we've like, been gone that right. much. But yeah, man, hey, it's yeah. part of people's uh, you know, part of their day, part yeah. of their week. Yeah, I got a real dope email a couple days ago from Cat talking about just like, you know, just thinking us like, yo, I appreciate y'all keeping it positive and uh, throughout all of this. He said because there's not really many places where you can go to and know that they're going to be on something that's like constructive and positive and right. you know uplifting. Yeah, and kind of shut out the noise. Yeah, it's a lot of noise out there. Oh my god, there's <laughs> so much noise. <laughs> <laughs> Bring we, the noise. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Yeah. So you know, we, we try to we try to practice, uh, you know, a little bit of control and restraint. Um, and not getting caught up in whatever the fuck is going on. Right. Because no matter what's going on with that, you, you, your focus still needs to be on self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make sure that you on top of your shit and you get, being the best version of you. So, you know, that said, and, you know, we're going to talk about something that's not that this week. <laughs> you know. Right, right. And, uh, you know, this week we're going to do the follow up to the last topic we did. Yeah. Before we took a break last week. Um, last week we talked about things that producers could learn from rappers right, right. and at the time we said we we're going to do a follow-up and it's going to be the things that rappers could learn from producers yeah because just like there's things that producers can learn from rappers there's things that rappers can learn from producers right and since we're both you know what i'm saying <laughs> right 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 producers nah, I mean. we've seen both sides of this thing and mm-hmm. so in this episode we're going to talk about well like, we got like seven or eight things six seven things that that rappers can learn from producers and i will take a break and we'll be right back we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous you heard of us official podcast murderers the show comes equipped with few points to share grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow so go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode you're not alone in this world cousin so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to they spread gossip but they never come closer i can hear it inside their tone they talk 
spoke about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you Simulcasted that shit? Yeah. Okay. Don't yeah. Don't YouTube, don't. Facebook, Twitch. So you only had to do it once? Yep. My man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. He's learning, y'all. Yes, sir. This is up. All yes, right. Sir. Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Live from Columbus, Ohio. You know, doing our thing. This mm-hmm. week we're talking about things that rappers can learn from producers. We're going to get this started with probably the biggest thing on this list. <laughs> Rappers don't do this. <laughs> Rappers don't will have this. Number one, humbleness. Mm. Man, look. Come on, come on. Are rappers capable of being humble? I don't think you can't be. It seems like an oxymoron. It's kind of hard, dog, when you the dude in the front, you got to talk about how dope you are. You uh, got to talk about, you know. All, all the time. All the time. You always got to be, you know, boist, boisterous. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, <laughs> how is humbleness? Yeah, don't really work. Humble rapper. It sounds like some oxymoron shit. Like, that don't work. Yeah, I guess off the mic you can be, you know. Yeah. You're, you're, as a person. <laughs> Right, you gotta be humble. You gotta be humble. But if you're rapping, we don't want to hear that. No, nah, we don't want to hear that humble <laughs> shit. But but producers are some of the most humble motherfuckers out there. Yeah, because they don't they don't got no spotlight really like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They in the background. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. I, I thought about it the other day, and I was like, yo, you know how rare it is for a producer, what we consider to be the top ten producers, for them to say, I'm the best producer. Right. I never heard Pharrell say it. Mm-mm. I've never heard Dre say it. Nope. I've never heard Kanye say he's the best producer. Mm. I've never heard like the, the Neptune. Like who has said mm. it? Nah, but I'm the best producer on the mic. Yeah, that's you know different. They'll say that. The rappers. If they rap too. Yeah, if they rap, that's what I'm saying. That humbleness that leaves the, the park when you rap too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit gone. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, yo, man, you can be like the top 10 producers would never say they're the top 10 or the best but the bottom 2,000 rappers <laughs> always will say that they're the best always they'll say they're number one I got them bars you know, like, I'm the number one million rapper <laughs> rated in my fucking country yeah. however I'm the best I'm that dude <laughs> I'm better than all the fools ahead of me yeah humbleness man producers uh, maybe it's got something to do like you're saying they're not in the spotlight mm-hmm. um it takes a lot of technicality to get good at it. Right. And even if you're really good, you're still never in, pe- in front of people. Right. Typically, your beats will will precede you. Mm-hmm. So people will hear your work a lot of times before they meet you or anything like that. It's like, that just breeds humbleness, man. Yeah, producers, like back in the day, if, if a producer wasn't part of a group, yeah. like if Gangstar wasn't a group and it was just Guru, we wouldn't know what Primo looked like. That's a fact. We wouldn't know what P Rock looked like. <laughs> we, I, have, I still, to this day, don't really know who all the members of the bomb squad was. I have no idea. <laughs> very true. I don't know what they look like. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you don't know what these, like, yeah. Trackmasters. Yeah. I don't know what they look like. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for people tagging, putting their producer tags on stuff. Right. We probably still wouldn't know who a lot of these current producers are right now. Exactly. Like if they wasn't putting this, hey, Tobin, you know, yep, on yep. shit, would you know? Right. Right. The game seems to be set up where even though producers are obviously a huge part of hip hop. Mm-hmm. They are still looked on as like, you know what I'm saying? The background. The background. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, yeah, the beats, whatever. That guy's who I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And and it makes the rappers have like an overinflated sense of, you know what I'm saying? Importance. importance. And then the producers have almost an underinflated sense of importance. Yeah, when in reality, the rapper wouldn't be shit without the producer. Let's say, keep it funky. Say it again. Let's keep it funky. The <laughs> rapper wouldn't be shit without the producer. <laughs> come on it's a fact it's a fact everything starts with the beat oh come on bro everything starts with the beat and um i was talking to somebody the other day about a song and i was like yo the reason i you know we were oh, we were talking about like writing features mm-hmm. and how um sometimes you'll write a feature and it'll be so good you'll be like man should i keep this for self <laughs> right right and i was like the reason i don't keep it for self is because i have to acknowledge that that song wouldn't exist had they not given me that beat. yeah without the beat like you can't say that midnight marauders would be the same if you just threw them rhymes over any beats no 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 there's no, no, no. way Mm-mm, no way no no and and, and as a writer you got to know that like yeah. look yeah, I can write a dope song, but what I'm writing about is a function of the mood mm-hmm. that the music puts me in. That's facts. And 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 but most people won't say that. Right. They just think that they're just the motherfucker regardless. Mm-hmm. Like eight million stories to me, that's a function of what RJ had right. that I tapped into. I saw and heard some things. But those songs wouldn't have went to no other beats. No. You don't no. like share this to some other fucking gangstar sounding beat. <laughs> nah, not you know at what all. I mean? Um but the producers just they they do a much better job of being humble than the yeah. rappers do because they because they let the rapper shine yeah they don't mind because they know they know they the backbone the backbone <laughs> they know they the spine of the whole thing without me you know what I'm saying this joint wouldn't even be there thank you you know but I'm gonna keep my mouth shut I'm gonna keep it cool as I'm long as you treat do. me with respect yeah yeah baby give me my bag come on man you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be alright and the, the <laughs> irony yeah the irony too is like like you're saying um. Many rappers' careers have been ruined mm-hmm. after they left their main producer. Facts. You know, like keeping your main producer, like look at a group like the Farsight even. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and like what happened to them post, you know, their, their producers like, yo, man, you kind of needed that that fool. Mm-hmm. He understood what you were trying to do in a way that you don't understand and your, your homies don't get. Mm-hmm. And he's just responsible for your shit as you are, man. Yeah. So be humble. Yes. Okay, so that's number one. Yeah. All right. Number two thing that rappers could learn from producers is patience. Let me tell you about rappers. <laughs> tell them. Tell them. Tell them, Frank. Let me get in my bag real quick. Talk about these rappers. The problem with rappers, man, these fools want everything right then and right now. Mm, I've been. I, see, I've been just a rapper before. Yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely agree. Every part of their craft, especially now, mm-hmm. people are bragging about how fast they can do it, yep. how quick they can write a song, yep. how quick they can put out a mixtape. I recorded this yesterday. It's on SoundCloud tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's on Spotify tomorrow. Same day. This thing breeds a lack of patience in rappers. Mm-hmm. Most of these rappers prior to like Kendrick's return and you know, his emergence, mm-hmm. were not even caring about putting albums together that were cohesive. Right. No fucking patience. They just want to rap. And they just want the, the success right then and right now. And that couldn't be more opposite to how producers view the world. Yeah. 
there's nothing fast about production. Nothing at all, dog. <laughs> Listen Patience. to records? Yeah. People be like, how long it take to find a good sample print? I mean, as long as it takes. Yeah, like doing doing my show last night, in an hour we listened to two records. See? <laughs> I had five out. Real time. Yeah, real time. No shortcuts. No short and I was even skipping around. Yeah. And it still took two hours to listen to two records. See? People or an hour to listen to two records. Rappers don't get that. No. Nah. They don't they don't necessarily get that 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 patience you have to have with the process. Mm-hmm. They're just like, look, man, I wrote this rhyme in 10 minutes. I laid it down in 10, 20 minutes. I expect to blow. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there's nothing about the culture of rapping that says be patient. Take your time with your pen. Don't rush your words. Be more thoughtful in what you're saying. Make sure your wordplay is tight. Go back and revise that. Go mm-hmm. back and that's not really a part of the rapper vocabulary, especially now, because in the world, I mean, I think it's a reflection of society, too, because we live in a microwave society where everything is here right then and there. You got your phones. If you need something, you could look it up. You can GPS this. You can micro actually microwave shit. You Thank know what I'm you. saying? You don't have to you know, spend hours over a stove. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything is instantaneous anyway. So in especially in today's society. I I I'm, I'll be surprised yeah. if a lot of these new rappers take longer than 20, 30 minutes to write any of the shit that they yeah. put out. Like, yeah, it's fucking bizarre, man. Like, you never hear them being patient. Like, a, a rapper will literally be like, number one, I ain't even no rapper, y'all. <laughs> He'll hit you with that. <laughs> then he'll come with, I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. Then he'll be like, this is just some shit I wrote. Or, mm. I ain't even write this shit. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be like, I better blow up or fools is hating. Right. Like he looked and he's not joking. No, nah, not at all. He could say he's not a rapper. He spent no time on his craft, mm-hmm. but he expects to blow up yep. immediately. Yep. And the reason he does is because he sees it all around him. Yep. Everybody's getting reward for the lack of patience. Insta famous. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. But it breeds this lack of patience, man. Yeah. So that's number two. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Cool. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock all back in stock and you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net once again all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net back to the show <sighs> rap life rap life we're back we are super duty mm-hmm. tough work man we're talking about things that rappers could learn from producers we got two down we're on number three and this is kind of a follow up on number two. The number thing, number three thing that rappers could learn for producers is respecting the process. Yes. Now, you've been guilty of this in the past, mm-hmm. in our early days. <laughs> you would just show up with bars. Right. Write your bars. Mm-hmm. Lay them down. Mm-hmm. Disappear until. Dip. Yeah. <laughs> then hit you up like, yo, you done with that yet? You done with that yet? <laughs> you finished? 
two days later. You finished. You done with that song? Let me hear that. How <laughs> that sound? Me, I get a copy. Give me a copy. I need to hear this shit. Oh man. And then you would just be out until it was time for the shit to drop. Yes. And Facts. then to come back, you'd hear be like, oh shit, you did all that with it. Yeah. And nothing's really wrong with it if you just rhyme, right? But mm. like now you're a producer, so you understand yes. all the things that happen after someone lays their vocals <laughs> right and before the song comes out right and it's no small amount of work no it's endless revisions it's all of this shit but what it makes you do as a producer is you respect the process yes. see to a rapper the song ends when you drop yep when your verse is down right for a producer the song starts yep when you get their vocals mm-hmm. now the songwriting and the song creation process can start mm-hmm. yeah i had a beat and I had a rhyme but we haven't molded this into nothing. We haven't yet. produced it. Thank you. It has to be produced. Yeah, and that's the biggest biggest difference, man. It's like, as a rapper, it's you find that many rappers don't necessarily respect the process. Well, because they don't understand the process. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Because I didn't understand. I didn't know what mixing was. I mean, I knew what it was. But like knowing and sitting and going through that process, Yeah. that's a whole other animal. Mixing my album took like six to eight months. Yeah. And I don't got 12 songs. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a process. Mm-hmm. You know, but writing that rhyme took a couple hours. <laughs> Max. Dropping the rhyme yeah. maybe took an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours. I'm done. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> Not no six, eight months. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's so true. It's, yeah, it's so, a different thing, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know... It, it, it kind of goes back, you know, we talked about just patience with the process. Mm-hmm. It's easy for rappers to to kind of miss these things because they're not patients. They see so many other people blow up mm-hmm. immediately. You know, even sometimes they'll hear a beat and they don't necessarily connect everything that goes on with the beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Into okay, this is this big, long, ongoing process. Right. You know, and this is the beginning of trying to create something special. So they'll they'll dip out. They'll kind of unappreciate the producers. They don't care about none of that other shit. Just mm-hmm. let me come in and do this real quick. I'll be out. And then that's on y'all. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, their lack of understanding really kind of, it, it stops them from growing as artists. It does. Because look at how much you've grown since you've kind of learned now mm-hmm. by producing your own album. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is different. I see what Print was doing in 99. <laughs> right. Like 20 years ago, he been doing this. And I got a computer now. Yeah. He didn't have a computer. He had a computer. He did the old way. Yeah, yeah. The hard way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 not necessarily good, but I think rappers take this my advice is sit in with your producers. Mm-hmm. See what the people who produce your records actually go through in terms of, okay, what happens after I leave? Yeah. Well, how long does it take to mix a song? Right. What do you have to do to all these sounds before you feel comfortable? mixing a song right how do you clean up this audio mm-hmm. how do you switch out these sounds how do you make sure this stuff isn't clashing how do you get this to fit right there right my vocals sound crispy mm-hmm. what, what's the vocal chain look like bruh share that with me like learn about these things and when you go through that you'll see like yo man the producer's importance is so understated in, in, in music and hip-hop but once you learn the process you will respect the sh- crap out of yeah facts so that's number three mm-hmm. okay number four thing huge <laughs> huge and rappers can learn from producers monetary investment i think <laughs> people in the I back. think the people in the back like monetary investment <laughs> rappers just get pen and paper not even pen and paper anymore say phones now. thank you they don't even gotta buy a pen cost them nothing cost them nothing zero investment zero <laughs> show up 
Don't pay for studio time. Nope. You know, don't want to pay for beats. Nope. <laughs> don't want to pay for artwork. Don't want to pay for logos and design, t-shirts, merch. <laughs> they don't pay for nothing. Pay for nothing. Zero. They probably don't even want to pay for Wi-Fi. Facts. You know, don't want to pay for their SoundCloud, uh, you know, <laughs> deluxe account. You know, keep the free version of that as long mm. as possible. Rappers exist in this world where they literally have to pay for almost nothing. Facts. And producers live in a world where you got to pay for almost everything. You have to pay for every. You do have to pay for everything. Yeah. Usually in most of in most instances, like our instance, like most instances, the producer is usually the dude that runs the company. Yeah. The producer is usually the dude that does most of the stuff that has the studio so he has to buy the equipment yeah. the producer most likely is a dj so he's bought turntables mm -hmm. he has all of this equipment there already he has to make these investments in order to do what he's good at as a rapper you just walk around with a pen and pad back in the day mm. you know in your book bag and that was it and some headphones you had a walkman you had to buy you a walkman so you could listen to the beats that the producer made that's it that's it now it's like you ain't gotta pay nothing, man. And they no, know no. it. Like the the irony, you know, you see this meme on a lot of production forums and stuff where they talk about how the rappers will have the Jordans, mm -hmm. the chain, <laughs> right. the car, all this stuff. And then when they sign a paper or beat, oh I'm broke. Oh, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. They don't wanna, folk. Yeah. Why was your folk? Hook me up. Right. I need the deal. And it's true, man. They don't have to invest in nothing, and most of them don't. Mm -hmm. And it's really fucking sad. But producers, on the other hand, understand, like, yo, for me to do this thing at any level, I need to put money up. Yeah. Whether it's the laptop, whether it's the software, mm -hmm. whether it's the outboard gear, mm -hmm. studio space, studio time. For us, it's like records. Mm -hmm. Records is a huge investment in what we do. Yeah, man, come on. You know, so I I post about it, but a lot of it is like, yo, man, that's how we invest in our craft. Mm -hmm. It also helps us develop our ear, you know. But it's like, look, you can't really do this shit for nothing. Right. MIDI controllers cost money. Yep. Synths cost money. Yep. Instruments cost money. Yep. You want a drum set? It's not free. You want mm -hmm. a horn? It's not free. Even if you look at the post production process. Bringing in musicians, yeah. mastering, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Tracking, overdubs, things I do on my records all the time now where like years ago, you know, even back to that bitch, the counterculture, that was my first time really working with musicians. Mm -hmm. I would have to pay cats to come over and do shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come do this. Some cats would do shit for free because they're my homies and I would return a favor to some of them. But since then, yeah, I got to pay somebody and people want to be compensated for the time. If you want the dope shit. Yeah. If you want good quality shit, you got to pay for it. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. And as a producer, that's ingrained in you. Yeah. Like, oh man, I need I need these monitors. I'm sitting on some bullshit. I can't mm -hmm. even hear my shit right. Yeah. Let me stack. Let me yeah. Let me stack it up. Um, Th these the ones I want. Uh they cost yeah. 15, 15 for the pair. Damn. <laughs> I'ma save up. Yeah, I'ma save up. Save up. Mm hmm What investment do rappers make on that level? <laughs> nah. I'm a rapper. Yeah. I, I, I can admit. Dog, nah. when before before Capture the Sun, which was what, 2013? Yeah. I had no equipment. I didn't have to buy anything. That's when I really started like looking like, okay, I want to start producing. So I had to buy shit. I want to start recording at my own crib. So I had to buy my own shit. I had to buy a microphone. Mm -hmm. I had to buy a computer. 
that was strictly for that because I had a, a a family computer, but I had to buy a computer strictly for that. Yeah. You know, like that was the first time I really made any monetary investment in my career like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, that was thir- I have been in the game. Yeah. At that point for almost 15 years. Almost 15 years. <laughs> and I had yet, just rapping. Yeah. Just rapping. And I had yet to really make any monetary investment <laughs> yeah. in my own career. Yeah. And, and so I can imagine. Yeah, it's bad. You know what? Another thing that it's wild to me as someone who's been doing beats since like 96, 97, mm-hmm. is that like if people only knew how expensive it was back then <gasps> to get involved. I, cu- I couldn't I couldn't imagine. Bruh, my first sampler. Well, first of all, you everybody probably had drum machines where they give me a portable sampler. I had like a cheap little uh, Alesis drum machine or Yamaha drum machine. That was probably 250 back then. It was about this size. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that dope. It was just whatever. Then when I saw the sampler, that was eight hundred dollars used in a pawn shop, Um, and eight hundred dollars in nineteen ninety six, ninety seven. That's like fifteen hundred now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of money. A lot of money back then for a college student. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I was in college, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I gotta put up money for that. So the money I was making during my internship, I was using to pay that off. You know. People don't have to even make that much of a commitment now. Nah, they don't. You know, production is much cheaper, which is dope. Mm -hmm. You know, plugins are much cheaper, VSTs. But rappers still, most of them don't have their own recording space. They don't have no way to record or practice their craft at Mm -hmm. home. And and truly, when you start practicing your craft at home, that's when you start getting better. Right. It's hard to get better when you on on the clock. Yeah, when you want somebody else's time. Yeah. You know, because the thing that I used to hate, which is one of the reasons why I started producing, is I used to hate to have to ask for beats. I used to hate to have to wait for beats. I used to hate to have to wait to get my shit mixed. So it's like, okay, let me start. Let me invest in this. Let me get my own shit together because Capture the Sun, I actually mixed it and I did all that shit because I'm like, okay, I can't. For one, I can't afford to pay somebody else to do this shit right now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I have to invest in it. That way, it's much cheaper and a long-term investment if I just get the shit now. Yeah. And put the work in. And, I mean, sometimes you just got to do that. Straight the fuck up, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, rappers out there, invest in yourself. Yeah. Like the producers dope. Yeah. Please (laughs) do. Please do. You'll be rewarded, man. It'll make you better at your craft. You respect how much money the people around you are putting into it. Mm-hmm. And you'll just take your shit more seriously. Yeah. All right. That's number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do number five. Number five thing that rappers can learn from producers is saying less than necessary. <gasps> See, the beauty of producers, DJs, is they speak with their hands yep. in music. They don't got to say shit. Nothing. And, and not saying nothing. They never say nothing fucked up. Right. But rappers, on the other hand. Always. <laughs> Always got somebody's name in their mouth. <laughs> All up in the video. <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you know, you don't want to fuck with them. Going over to death row. You know what I'm saying? They always saying too much over there. Rappers, man. The, the thing is, rappers always say too much, man. Because yeah, all we do is talk. See? We just talk. We don't, we don't do anything that's silent. Thank you. Everything is like a promotional opportunity to a rapper. Exactly. Whereas a producer, they learn like they have to be a little more tempered because, as we pointed out, they're not in a spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. So they're used to sitting back and when things are ready, cool. When people want to interview, it's cool. 
but they're not thirsting for attention yeah. in the same way rappers are. And, uh, and that thirst for attention that rappers have is what actually leads them into all kind of drama and conflict. Mm-hmm. They they always taking shots at each other. Mm-hmm. They beefing with their producers. They beefing with their managers. They beefing with other people in the industry. And it's all public mm-hmm. because they've never learned to not speak on everything. Yeah, Everything needs a, a hot take. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't have to say everything or put everything in public. It's okay to call people, handle things privately. Right. Rappers can't do that. No, nah, we don't know how. We don't know how to keep our mouth shut. Yeah. I think the first time there was... Um, the first time a lot of producers that I listened to that I heard speak was on Rhythm Rhythm Roulette. Yeah. A lot of them, I had no idea what they sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that's what his voice sounded like. Yeah, like I had yeah. no clue what, you know, certain cats sounded like. Like, uh, wasn't there one with, um, 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 oh, I can't think of the names. Um, I'll think of it another time. But there was, it's, it's a duo. Yeah. Um, and they, o- older, older cats. But um, yeah, like they was talking. I was like, oh, that's what you sound like. It's true though. You never hear everybody. you never hear producers talk. <laughs> yeah. You never heard them talk back in the day. Yeah. And Unless again they were part of a group. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Cause Pete Rock right, premiere. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He would talk on the on the records here and there. Yeah. But other than that, you didn't hear organized noise talk. No. They wasn't talking. It's yeah, like no. Sleepy Brown because he could sing. Yeah, but you didn't really know who they were till it was all over. Yeah, till everything was done. You ain't know yeah. what they look like. You ain't know what Rico looked like. Mm-hmm. And the irony is like, okay. How many times have you seen a producer say something stupid? Right. How many times have producers getting caught up in beefs? Nope. They don't. They don't. They don't say shit. Yeah. They just producers <laughs> and DJs, they don't get caught up in beefs at all. No. Because <laughs> they don't got talk. They don't got shit to say. Yeah, that's just a blessing. Yep. You know, like, look, it's, on one hand, you know, you might want more spotlight, mm-hmm. but this shit actually protects you. Yeah. Dumb shit. Definitely does. It's saying too much. So yeah, rappers, you know, learn that from producers. You don't got you don't need a hot take on everything. Yeah, just shut up sometimes. Yeah. Everything don't need your fucking sauce on it. You ain't got to throw your fucking <laughs> Right. Yeah, special Well, sauce. if you ask me. <laughs> I, I know y'all didn't ask me, but <laughs> let me weigh in on what this from my be- perspective. Oh, man, did y'all see what he did? <laughs> let me get I'm about to go live and talk about what they did. <laughs> Oh man! Give y'all my opinion, unsolicited, of course. Right. <laughs> Rappers. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. What up, everybody? Quick reminder: Super Duty Tough Work hoodies back in stock. We got smalls back in stock. Medium back in stock. Large back in stock. Extra large back in stock. Two XL sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah. Every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. Super Duty. Tough work. They know. They know. Every week, brand new episode. Nah, I mean. Priceless information. Nah, I mean. All of it's free. (laughs) Word. The book is coming soon. Ooh. I got my book cover. Mm. Oh yeah, I gotta see. I, I saw you post about the uh the oh, artwork. Yeah. I gotta see. Shout out to Adam Walenta. Yeah. You know, he's done the artwork for all my other books. He yeah. came through on this one with flames. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be dope. You know, this is my this week is like my last pass of my edit. Ah. And then I'm gonna pass it off to the other people now to edit. 
And then it's about to be on. Word. Ah, I got my cover. It's so amped. I, I told you I walked around the house like, <laughs> let's go. This <laughs> is the same feeling as when I finished writing. Oh, so amped. I'm going to show it to you. I can't show it to y'all because y'all. You yeah, know, you know. Y'all can't say it. Audio podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In due time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, back to this topic. Things that rappers could learn from producers. We got two joints left. Mm-hmm. Number six thing that rappers could learn from producers is study. Mm. Studying, studying, studying. Yeah. I think it's pretty much impossible to be a producer without studying yeah, you music. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like in some way. You have to first you have to study your software. Mm-hmm. Then you need to know enough about uh, music theory, mm-hmm. count bars, measures, tempo, things like that. Then you have to understand the style that you're working on mm-hmm. by studying other producers. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? How they do this? How they program that kick? Why that 808 sound like that and mine sounds like shit? Mm-hmm. Why does that break sound so funky? How do you chop that up? What break is that? This is all study. Mm-hmm. Years of my first two, three years of my my time making beats was study. Yeah, I'm trying to copy Pete Rock. I'm yeah. trying to copy Primo. I'm trying to copy the Bomb Squad. I'm failing, of course. But I'm trying. Yeah. And in doing so, I'm learning. I'm studying. I'm trying out weird time signatures that don't work. I'm trying to learn <laughs> what sounds good and what don't. Right. You know, I'm trying to learn uh, music theory enough so I can transpose my samples so they all sound funky together. Right. This is shit. This is way more than I had to study when rapping. Oh, yeah. All I had to do was watch a couple videos. This rhymes with this. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's an extension of talking. We already know how to talk. It's not like a completely new thing to people who can speak well right right but production is different it requires study and even then i don't it requires constant study yes so like what we know right now about production will change in two three years yes as new technologies introduced we constantly have to to update our skill set constant study i don't feel like rappers have that Mm -mm. i feel like as long as a rapper knows what current rappers are doing he can make his claim to be quote unquote the best yeah and dope yeah he can say i'm the dopest rapper having never listened to any rapper who's been rapping longer than two or three years right because all you gotta do is rhyme yeah everybody know how to rhyme you've been rhyming since you was a baby you seen yeah. the abcs you're rhyming right whereas i feel like production even if you are on some right now shit most of these producers know their history oh yeah they know the grace and a lot of them can actually play instruments yes so that takes study in itself most a lot of them can play the piano at least if yeah. nothing else yeah it's like you would never see a motherfucker pick up the, the guitar without knowing who hendrix is right but people pick up the mic every day without knowing who krs1 is yep. chuck d is yep. never heard a jay-z record never heard a nas record yeah and then they'll talk about they're the best mm-hmm. having no historical context for the art form that they are practicing yeah you're not picking up no guitar without knowing clapton right hendrix right right what yeah but here you are. Mm-hmm. Grab the mic last week. You the best this week. Yeah, you don't know Rock Him. <laughs> don't know Rock Him. Never <laughs> heard the name before. Come on, bro. This is this is the truth. Like rappers, we should be studying more. Mm-hmm. Study the past. Study like your contemporaries. Find out what makes dudes great in their mm-hmm. era, and, and, and learn the chops that cats had. Because what you'll find is like people are rapping a lot better than you you remember. Yeah. You go back and listen to like an old rock him rap. Oh, come on, bro. Listen to follow the leader. Come on, man. And that shit will blow your mind. Like he did this in 80. What? Yeah. Like the patterns, his patterns game back then to them fast ass beats. (laughs) Killing it. Bro. Incredible. Like the song Juice, Know the Ledge. Oh, yeah. Man, listen. Man, listen. Like 120 BPM. Oh, God, dog. 
people don't you have to go back as an MC and study and then sometimes I tell cats like yo the best way to study some stuff is to actually learn the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Like, listen to Know the Ledge until you learn the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear the patterns. You'll be like, holy shit. Yes. He did this when? Yeah. This is incredible. But if you don't go back, I mean, and jazz people do it as well. Mm -hmm. You're not picking up no trumpet without knowing Miles Davis. Right. You're not picking up no sax without knowing Coltrane. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But here we are at rap. Yeah. You can pick up. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, ain't it? <laughs> It's so sad. It's like motherfuckers don't give a fuck about our culture, man. They really don't. They don't give a fuck about our art form, man. Like, they don't even, like, because I remember when I was young, when I first heard Bring It On yeah. from Pharaoh Monch, I was like, okay, I got to learn this <laughs> shit because I have no clue. And doing that, I would write rhymes in patterns that I heard other rappers do just so I could learn how to flip my, flip my words and, yeah. and say the shit. You know, like, the ones that are the best at the art form have studied thank you you know what i'm saying there's no way that you're going to be at the top of your form you lebron james knows who jordan is you know what i'm saying lebron yeah. james knows magic lebron james knows tiny archer ball you know what i'm saying like the best study study and they build upon what they study yep you know it's true it's true yeah and uh yeah, we need to start adopting the same thing, man. Yeah. It, it ain't going to make you weak. It actually will just make you better at what you do. Facts. Okay. Last joint. Mm-hmm. That rappers could learn from producers is leadership. Yes. We've talked about this before and how, like, the RZA was the guy who pulled everything together, right? Mm -hmm. And you and I talked off air when you were talking about you did your tribute to Weightless. You were like, Prip was the RZA of the Weightless. <laughs> he was yeah. doing this. He was doing that. He's doing that. Producers, because they are kind of the backbone of the thing. And it's the hub. Usually the hub. their crib is the hub of everything anyway because yeah. they got all the equipment. They become like the de facto mm -hmm. leader yep. of these groups. You see it all the time. Like Q-Tip was the leader. He was the producer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He kind of set the direction for that whole group. The RZA, like these producers, Dr. Dre with NWA, like mm -hmm. they end up being kind of the leaders for these groups. Because they have to pull everybody together. Right. They have to organize not only the songs, but the people mm -hmm. and, the, and the musicians and the talent to create the songs and the vision. And because of the producer, they kind of have that by a default. Right. The, the, on the other side of the thing, mm -hmm. rappers don't necessarily have to learn to be leaders because early in their career, they're just talent. Right. They just show up rhyme. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be responsible for that whole process from recording to distribution right and in doing so they don't learn as much mm -hmm. they never learn to take the initiative that the producer had to take because he could not escape every step of that process yeah if he wanted to put some fucking music out <laughs> you know what i'm saying i gotta learn the shit gotta learn yeah you know from an early early age early starting career i started learning basics of graphic design and mm -hmm. you know our early album covers it was just text and stuff but i had to learn that at a time when you could just get you know what i'm saying Right. these programs and just do this and that. And you had to be resourceful. You had to learn enough and get this thing from there. And the internet was new, but that made me a leader. Mm -hmm. And now I think a lot of people are being robbed of the opportunity to become leaders or to learn to be leaders because they're not taking on as much. Mm -hmm. Vocalists particularly are not taking ownership of the process enough to develop themselves as leaders. Mm -hmm. um, it's Once you start going that path that you mentioned, you went down where you're buying your own gear, mm -hmm. you're learning how to record, you're becoming better. Um, then you start taking more ownership, more right. leadership, because now you're the point man. It's your job to bring in the beats, to mix, to sequence, mm -hmm. to get it mastered, to get the artwork, to see it through. 
But so many rappers could really learn from producers in terms of how to be a leader and bring people from different areas together to successfully create a project. Yeah, and really leadership is a combination of everything else on this list. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Everything else on this list is part of becoming a leader, being humble, being patient, respecting the process, monetary investment, saying less than necessary. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these things, studying all of these things are what leaders do. And that's why they're leaders, because they have a lot of these attributes and probably many, many more. Facts. Facts. So that's it. That's it. I'm going to read them back. Things rappers could learn from producers. Number one, humbleness. Number two, patience. Number three, respect for the process. Number four, monetary investment. Number five, saying less than necessary. Number six, studying. And number seven, leadership. Word. And we'll see y'all next week. Word. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>